Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning, everyone. We are, it is 10.23 Eastern Time on Sunday, December 12th. And Zach and I have just finished watching the season three finale of Succession. And we have done zero planning for this. We have not discussed anything. And we've decided, unlike other episodes where we try to be a bit polished and coordinated, we are going to go completely unfiltered, raw. What what episodes are you listening to? Fair enough. Okay. I think we have at least some... We spent at least one minute deciding what we're going to talk about. We have not spent a single second deciding what we're going to talk about. So the succession has delivered, in my opinion... Two of the best season finales of the last 10 years, maybe even 15, 20, if you want to go that far. And I think tonight continues that trend. I think before we started the recording, you said we got one prediction right. Are you referring to the fact that it ended on a note where we don't know what's going to happen in the next season? Yes, that's the only prediction I got right. Oh, and Kendall was alive. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, that was immediate. I didn't even think they were implying he was dead, but uh, a lot of people online thought he died. Oh, really? I did not. I don't know. I did not read that that way at all. But um, I think the main prediction that I got right was that it was going to be good. So that's it. You want to end the episode there? It's it's good. Watch Um, it. Yeah, yeah. We can end the episode there. Everyone everyone go watch it. No. Um, Now that it's over, I think Matthew McFadden has to win. Every award as supporting actor in a drama. I love Kieran. Kieran was great. Tom's the best character not named Kendall or Logan this season. And maybe he's better. And I, I felt very confident in when he in the when he makes the proposal to Greg what he was actually gonna do. I knew because he never affirmed to Shiv yeah. that he was on board. And Shiv just said, Yeah, yeah, he's he's good. God, I mean, it is literally of it is taken straight from Godfather Part One, the ending of this season, when Shiv, Shiv is looking at Tom, shaking hands with Logan through a half a jar door, and realizing the man she is married to, which is literally verbatim the shot at the end of Godfather Part One, when Michael Carlone is shaking the hands. And Diane Lane is realizing who her husband is. I mean, it is literally the same shot. But that is the difference between just um, an homage and a bad cover. This was a brilliant homage to, in my opinion, one of the greatest movies ever made. And it was perfect. That shot is perfect. Also keeping up with, you know, uh, the... Those Shakespeare comparisons, you got a little bit of a two uh, Brutus there. Actually, is that is that actually from is that from Julius Caesar, the Shakespeare play, or is that from something earlier? Julius Caesar, yeah, right? Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Well, is that not what it's called? I think yeah, Julius Caesar. Yep, yep. Act three, scene yeah. one. I looked them up. Okay, yeah. So truly, truly, uh, I mean, the, season one took maybe a few episodes to ramp up i don't think anyone was saying it was the greatest show on television uh by the end of season one season two that became clear and i think season three i don't i mean we can debate season two versus season three i don't necessarily think it was better but it definitely sustained i think season two was better if you look at like episode by episode but i think the ending of season three i mean this is the best finale 
I just saw on Twitter, uh, someone said it's Succession's version of the Red Wedding. It's definitely the best last 30 minutes the show has ever had. Yeah, uh, definitely. The thing, okay, so I do want to just talk about one point. We can get back to praising it. There's one thing I'm still sort of not totally understanding why Logan is doing the deal. Like, not because I think he cares about his kids, but just like the pride aspect, right? Like Logan being bought by someone else. It goes against everything we know about the character. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. I feel like um something I was thinking about in the middle of this episode. I was trying to recall, you know, there was a lot of chatter about and you know, even among us talk about what Logan's smile at the end of the season two finale meant. Um, I, I think my opinion was at the time, and I think this still makes sense that like, you know, Logan wants his kids to take power by force uh, or at least like, you know, do something for themselves. And that he said it in the, you know, that last confrontation in this finale, um, he essentially implied, I think, I think the line was when, he says, what are you even going to do with your five bill? Just put it on the pile with your other bills. And he basically told his kids, go fucking make your own pile. And I think that's what his motive, if he has a motivation that makes any sense plot wise and narrative wise, I think he wants his children not to just, you know, take off of his pile. And I think he's, we, we had discussed Logan really doesn't like it when people want something from him. He, like basically the the moments he turns on his kids are the the moments when they start wanting something from him and when they feel when they act more apathetic or like they don't need anything from him, that's when he's you know more um it, it, they find his favor. Like Roman all pretty much constantly acts like he doesn't really need anything from anyone and I think that's why uh Logan tends to show more favor to Roman most of the time. But then as soon as Roman, you know, wants something from him, like even in the first episode, he has that phone call where he's asking him to make, uh, you know, he's basically asking him to make him CEO. And if not him, Jerry, and then uh, Logan immediately after that phone call just says Roman's out. The second you need or want something from him, he, he loses respect for you because he is a, you know, he's the self-made billionaire. He came from, whatever Dundee Scotland with no fortune came to America, made it, made it big with, you know, what, what he he had the whole speech about how, you know, America used to be whatever. Now everyone's fat. And oh he had a great line about uh, everyone's either scrawny on meth or yoga. No, everyone's, yeah. America's either fat as fuck or scrawny on, is scrawny on yoga. Well, he said meth, he said meth and yoga, I thought. Yeah, yes, he, said, he said fat as fuck, something Or scrawny on meth or yoga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a bunch of different things. Anyway, yeah, so I think, um, I don't, I mean, he obviously doesn't need to stay in control, but I think what he's doing is maybe just setting up the, like we said in the last episode, the the fight for the knife in the mud, and it has to be his his children against each other or someone else for for this. Yeah, I don't buy that in the sense that he's still getting bought out, though. It's like he's still, like, 
it'd be one thing if it was like, okay, he was doing a deal where he's in control, but now he screwed the kids, right? And in that scenario, what you describe would make sense. But in this scenario, he's getting like he is the he's publicly publicly going to be bending the knee, right, to Gojo, right? Which is something that yeah, he's but he he all, goes out on top, like not really. Yeah, because I mean, even though they're losing, they're whatever they lost in market share, like he's basically getting that back because they're getting acquired. They're going to get acquired at a premium. So this is this is literally his best chance of going out on top. So either he structures the deal in a way where I I don't actually I don't see any world in which he's in charge. I think they and honestly, this may this is probably why they brought in the top tier casting with Skarsgård because he could become a main antagonist in the next season. Yeah, I mean, he I mean, he has to be. There's no I mean, there's no way they don't bring him back, right? Like that's he's clearly a main character in the show now. Unless something changes significantly in between seasons. Uh yeah. you know, he's clearly a main character. Um I don't I don't know. Like we'll see. Again, I'm not judging the show on it because we'll see how season 4 and all goes. But it it does it's it's not fully answered in my opinion of why he's okay bending the knee all of a sudden right um, but it's also not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make that one point take away from everything else because the thing that the show doesn't I mean we talked about it's Shakespearean it's comedy it's drama. And there's such a medieval feeling in this in this episode. I mean, the kids are like literally storming the castle, right? It's like literally like a raid, right? And like Roman's like on his knees begging Jerry and she just backstabs him. And Tom backstabs Shiv, right? And Kendall finally gets the relationship with his siblings that he's been yearning for all season. In some ways, it's weird. Kendall's the only one who who's probably okay with this outcome in the sense that he has his siblings, which is what he wanted, and he was already willing to let go of the money and let go of control and everything. Shiv and Roman are the ones who are more devastated because they lost power and they're closest ally betrayed them kendall is kind of like well i'm back where i started well and they've they've yet again shown that they uh don't know how to do anything right i mean they season four better be a like shift better be educated and better and smarter because like shift has made every wrong move possible this season like literally I I don't know a single. I mean, they did that one thing where she convinced that fascist dude to somehow back off, but that was it. And uh, I mean, Roman really doesn't do anything well either, other than he just talks to people, and that's that's pretty much the extent well, of his ability oh, talking well, to weirdos. He's Roman the weirdo talks whisperer. to Roman talks to weirdos, and he was very good at being his dad's lackey boy. But the second he decides not to be, he gets screwed over and he does he can't do anything, right? So yeah. and so this leads me to an interesting point where I thought it was great television, obviously. Fantastic. But you know, when I read the comment, oh, is this it's Succession's Red Wedding? 
And it's why the show is so interesting is that I loved it because of the high drama. But like, I don't care or feel bad for the kids. Right? It's not like I'm like, oh, the good guys lost and the bad guys won. There's no good guy. Like, you said antagonist in this in uh, when you're talking about Skarsgård, and that's the correct term. He's not a villain. There's no, like, good guys, heroes, villains. Right? Yeah. Even Kendall admits he's like, I'm a bad guy. Right? And so... It's not this like, oh, the bad, good, it's like Empire Strikes Back, the good guys lost. It's just kind of like one shitty group of people beat another group of shitty people. <laughs> like, that's where we're at. So I think that's what's so fascinating is that it's such a, I don't recall an episode of television or really even a movie where you have such a, kind of betrayal and like sense of loss and like a battle a war is ended but like it's there's no there's like you don't feel happy that the victors won but you don't feel sad for the losers losing i i it's 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 incredible what they're able to do with the show yeah, I'm trying to think what else is there to recap. I mean, I, I he obviously one of the huge scenes this episode is uh, Kendall um, breaking down in front of his his two full siblings. Okay, notably, so I got that. Notably, half, the eldest brother was not there. I got that half right. I did say Kendall would confess, but I just thought he'd go to jail. Sure, you mean you know all you meant publicly. Yeah, no, yeah. I think the way they did it was um, was obviously much better. But um, the, th- the thing I loved about that scene was. Um, his reaction as Roman's like slowly trying to make him feel better slash make him laugh. And I think I I don't even remember what my pick for line of the episode would be, but I think like it's pretty much every line, like every horrible joke that Roman made there was actually probably some of the funniest writing on the show. And Kendall obviously as, as the actor who takes the show the most seriously per the, the New Yorker profile you mentioned last episode, it's uh it was great to like have him have to act through like <laughs> trying to have a breakdown about ki- killing someone at, or at least being responsible for this this young man's death in the end of season one but as roman like just genuinely makes jokes that were very funny <laughs> like i was trying i was trying to watch it seriously but i also couldn't help but laugh when he, he i think the one that got me most was uh when he's like oh so that's why i had to wait like an hour for yeah that's why i waited an for gin tonic yeah and then he's like he's like who has a who has a clip the kid with the porsche once oh my god yeah in, in his own way roman was like like showing there that he clearly loves his siblings um but still can't like even even in the car when he was just like he was just like uh puke i think we'd make a great team he just like can't show any like genuine emotion so he has to play it off through like abhorrently bad sarcasm and and gallows humor but that that scene was probably um i mean i think you've said uh well yeah brian cox versus uh um jeremy, jeremy strong is going to be that's still the Emmy race to watch. I mean, it was neck and neck uh, for season two. And I think like, especially after that scene, like I don't, I don't see how they could not give it to, to Jeremy again. 
Oh, I think the opposite, though. I think the final scene with Brian Cox is a reason why you can't give it, you can't not give it to Brian. That's true. Yeah, his his little uh, mocking them at the end was like, I mean, I, I would argue he definitely is playing the villain. Um, I mean, yeah, he could you could say he's the villain because he's the he's a horrible person. But that was great, though, like his his mocking them when they brought up the supermajority. Yeah. To me, Logan Roy, I mean, at the end of the day, he is the iconic character of the show, right? Like, Kendall is maybe the driving force of the show, and Jeremy's an incredible actor. But, like, when people, when succession is over, the the big, the number one thing when people will think of the show will be Logan Roy telling someone to fuck off, right? That's, <laughs> that is... Everything else will always be secondary to that. And the show is great because of Jeremy Strong and everything else. But the show is not the show without Brian. Like, Brian Cox makes Succession Succession. And then everything else elevates it to, like, prestige status. But you don't have Succession without Brian Cox. Like, to me, he is the core center of it all. But, and I think you mentioned it, like, Logan mocking them is the exact thing of how the show blends from Shakespearean to high drama to... To dick like, pick, you know? To it's dick like, pick comedy. It's actually so immature, and that's what's amazing. These characters are all so immature, and yet, like working on like the cutting edge of like mergers and acquisitions, like scheming. So, you know, what actually was one of, since you said dick pic, it just reminded me, you know, what was actually one of my favorite lines of the episode was in the beginning when, uh, Roman's like, should I come? And he's like, no, why don't you just go play with your dick? Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know where the show goes now. I don't even know. Like, how is it even called succession? I mean, it's called succession, but like, it's not succession. It's not a succession show anymore. There's no succession left. Well, we don't know. I mean, we don't, the deal's not closed. We don't know the terms of the deal. So once again, I think, as you said, they've set it up so that in, in contrast to the end of season two, when the, the finale set up a very clear arc for the next season, which funnily kind of fizzled out pretty quickly. But, um, you know, as you said, this one really ended in a way where it's, um, uh, I think it's even more of an open, like, well, maybe not more, but it's definitely, it's definitely, as you said, like the end result is the same where we're going into season four with no idea who, who or what, the plan is, I guess, as far as like, is it going like, is it reasonable to even be about who's taking over anymore? Like, I don't know if, if the terms of this, uh, you know, if the terms of this divorce settlement changing, does this mean they're like completely cut out of any wealth or is it like just the stock, but they're all still insanely wealthy? Um, I have no idea. So they will be very rich no matter what compared to any normal person, but like, did they go from like billions to like tens of millions? Maybe. And like, you know, there is a difference between 50 million, like 50 million to the average person is a hell lot of money, but 50 million versus 2 billion is a massive difference. Right. 
And they also basically have no power and control over the company or to do anything. So, well, what I'm getting at is like, is Kendall getting his what he wanted? He in won't the get the two episode? billion. No, 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 no. He's not going to get two billion. No. Well, but is he basically? Does this mean like he's forced to cash out if the if the company is being acquired? Does that mean like his shares are bought up and maybe he has fewer? I mean, I, I don't think he has to be forced to cash out. I just think their shares are become much more diluted. You and I, you and I know a surprisingly little amount about mergers and acquisitions for two, uh, two people but they who don't in ex- business to, school. Okay, to be clear, like it's not that. It's just that they don't even get into the details in the show. If you want to see a show that does finance and M and A slightly, watch Billions. Right, like that at least addresses. It, it. I was going to say this is like I don't know. Billions, I feel like is even like less accurate. I don't think this is accurate at all. Billions is just a, also billions is like barely M and A. It's just a bunch of like hedge fund jargon. Yeah, fair enough. But and in any case, I just think that yeah, I, I don't think that it's. Um, I don't think they're unhappy because they're losing money. I mean, they are unhappy because they're losing money, but it's more about power, right? The show at the end of the day is about power, right? Like, yeah. So that for sure they don't have and they cannot get easily, right? But I don't know, like, how would they... Yeah, I don't know how that the show goes from here. Like, is the show going to be that they each try to move their way up to win power, like win shares and stuff again? Or are they all outsiders trying to build their own companies to fight? Like, I, I mean, I have no idea. I have no idea what the show is going to be. I'm willing to make one prediction. Okay. It's going to be good. Sure. Yeah. You didn't see that coming at all. No, I did not see that coming. <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm very, like, I could see a big time jump, right? I could see little time it, jump. It could literally like, pick up on, like, the same frame, like, almost like they did uh, this, yeah, it, at the start of this season. It could be a day later, or it could be a year later, or it could be two years do you, later. Do you think like, Adrian Brody will come back in? I mean, he's a major shareholder, so he's an important part of this deal. Maybe if people like them enough. Um so I, I want to end on this another note, though. Do you think because the show is building up? So you and I have been on the show basically from season one early, right? Not to be yeah. a hipster about this, right? But we were in. On I think the I show. literally, I think I literally watched the first episode. Um, yeah, same live the yeah. week the week it came out, right? Yeah. So you and I have been on this from like day one, and I'm not shocked. But, like, the show is clearly, like, the number... When it comes to, like, a certain demographic of people, it's the number one show on television, right? The demographic of uh, people who watch good TV? Yes. I didn't want to say it that way, but yes. Yeah. Right? I... And, you know, I think it was... I think the season was only building on that. I think season four... The fan, the base, the audience of the show. It's like what happened with Game Game of Thrones and some other show like Breaking Bad. I think we're going to see like a massive bump in the audience of the show, which was already getting bigger. And I think it's going to become it's already a cultural thing. But I think season four is going to be one of those like cultural event seasons that we haven't had since like Game of Thrones. I mean, why 
why would this season not be? I mean, I feel like it was fairly well known that the show is the best show from the last season. I'm not. This show had relevance and a lot of buzz this season. I guess I I don't actually know what the viewership is. Viewership is good, but I'm talking Game of Thrones is what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm getting to like, there's like high buzz and then there's like last season of Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones level, right? And like, I think this show in the season four, particularly the way the season ended and was, I think season four will get there. So... Interestingly enough, the viewership of uh, season one started around 600,000 people, U.S. viewers. And the finale of season one was actually um, around 700,000. Season two's finale was actually lower. Um, And I'm not sure. Maybe that's just because the way they calculate this doesn't include uh, streaming. No, for HBO, it has to, though. Uh, cause it's almost all streaming. Um, but then season three, pretty much the same. And obviously we don't have viewership numbers for the finale cause it just aired an hour ago, but in general, season three has been roughly the same in terms of viewership, um, as the last two, like it hasn't really, it hasn't really picked up steam. Uh, Oh, here's the average. Actually, the average for season one was almost I'd say negligibly different than the average for season two. Season two is slightly lower, but it's like very close. I think it's like, is that like 6,000 people? Yeah. I think it's like 6,000 people off between on average, average episode for season one and two. So, and I'm season three doesn't have an average yet, but it's looking, it actually might be even lower. Um, Yeah. I'm, I don't know the, I I'm thinking that this is, probably going to remain a like a i don't know if it's a cult hit but it's it's definitely like a hit within the bubble of the the hbo television snobs no that's where it's at that's where it's at right now that's what i'm trying to say this happened with breaking bad there's a jump right that that's true that, that breaking happen. bad did well but no no because breaking bad that happened because thing, it, I know. yeah moved to netflix so I don't, I don't see that any event like that happening. And frankly, I'm okay with that. Like, I don't want succession to become the, the talked about hit of every single person. I don't person. know. I think it's going to be next season. Cause the next season, I don't think it's probably coming until 2023 in my opinion. Um, knowing like they're probably not going to really start filming till Q3 of 2022, maybe, maybe the second half maybe july but like i think they're not filming until later next year i don't think it's coming out till 2023 i think that gap hbo max gets bigger subscribers yeah that is true as hbo max expands it could be uh... i think and this is gonna be one of its HBO is going to be using this show as one of its big IP, its big marketing content, its big yeah, straw. Yeah, true. So, like, I th- like we have like twelve to eighteen months, right? It's not there right now, but I really think in twelve to eighteen months we can see it. The shift coming, and particularly if season four ends up being the last season, 
which has been hinted at, but not confirmed by anyone. Yeah, that would be. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They could do. See, that, it's weird. It's funny because before I feel like this they finale, could do one or two more. I thought season four. I was like, yeah, season four actually makes the sense because, like, I was kind of like, yeah, the show's losing steam. I don't know how the hell they're going to keep this going. And mm-hmm. now I'm like, they could keep this going for like at least two more seasons. So the thing about Game of Thrones, by the way, now that I'm looking at the the numbers here, um, first of all, uh, season one was like way higher, like two point two point five million average. Um, secondly every season of game of thrones had like a clear bump like if you look at it other well other than uh what is that season five other than season five it's almost like clearly increasing every season and even season five like the premiere and the finale were higher than the previous season um succession is and breaking bad obviously is different because that was originally on amc and then switched over to netflix and gained massive popularity there but i i feel like I feel like it's not going to be, I mean, it's definitely not going to be as big as game of Thrones period. Uh, yeah. I don't think, okay. I should, okay. I should, yeah, maybe not go to game of meet match game of Thrones, but I just think all my Genesis is more that I think there's a potential big bump coming between the seasons. I think this is more uh, analogous to like a Mad Men than a game of Thrones or, or a breaking bad. Like, I just don't think it has the potential to be a, massive like you know general population hit just because of the subject matter and like yeah i I don't see it yeah maybe we'll see well we won't find out probably until another 18 months given 2025 2023 i don't know have they actually announced that what the season four yeah season four is coming in no but i'm just saying that based off history i don't think that um i don't think that they'll have this ready by yeah all right well uh so either tom or um or the gojo guy is going to be the new the new antagonist it seems i don't think tom's the antagonist i think it's gojo guy yeah well i'm i'm actually i'm really curious to see what happens with uh with tom (laughs) Oh, you know, Tom's going to be, I think, a whole new character. He's going to be controlling evil. I think he's, I think the power dynamics will shift. I think he will be the dominant one moving forward. But by the way, do we talk, do we talk about the scene with him and Greg at the end? We didn't, we did not talk about how great that conversation was. Oh yeah. We didn't get to details. I guess Greg making a deal with the devil. Yeah. Wearing a white suit and uh, trying to date two, uh, two girls at once. Yeah, the corruption of Greg, right? I think Greg's Greg is the Jar Jar Binks of this uh, this show. Yeah, he's, he's a corruptible. I mean, you said he was neutral good. I think he's clearly at this point n- neutral. Neutral. Oh, I don't think whatever. you know where I'm going with this because you must not be uh, enlightened. Oh, are you about doing the Dar- whole Jar-Jar. thing that Jar Jar? Dar- yes. Don't me, I don't go. Don't, shut up. Google it. Not, Wake up, people. I know you were talking about Jar Jar <laughs> knowingly did everything and was actually a dark shut up. Shut it's, up. it's fact. It's can- no. canonical fact. It's not canon. Uh, anyways, we're at well, almost at four. Everyone just do yourself a favor and Google Jar Jar Binks Sith Lord. Google the image. The image is like pretty intense. If you look, do a Google. Oh, image. yeah, that's it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyways, all right. Final thoughts on the finale, the season. No, it was really good. I honestly think we should have just gotten on here for two minutes, said it was great, and then said bye. (laughs) That would have been hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone would have been like, oh, my God, two-minute episode. We can just re-record that now. We can just just shut this off, come back, and be like, it was great. (laughs) But I I will end to say that, Zach, it's been a pleasure. I don't know if we'll ever do a week-to-week again. I think you and I both realize it's unless someone is paying us. I don't know if it's something we can do, even if our show is great as succession. Well, let me tell you, Squarespace, we're open to sponsorships. Uh, what was the what's that what's the um mailchimp you know mailchimp yeah mailchimp if you're out there squarespace 1-800-flowers.com uh i've never i've never heard that one (laughs) uh, you don't listen to sports talk radio that's always one of the big ones because they they try to get men to buy flowers for their wives Uh. (laughs) um but anyways yeah so it was it was a pleasure doing week to week. It was fun to break down the episodes, and yet I don't want to ever do this again. No, nine, we did nine. We got it. We're done. I think We're we'll done. do a we'll do a beginning and an end episode for future seasons. And yeah, are we gonna do a? Um, should we do a year year end recap? I guess. Well, I'm publishing my own thing, but uh, maybe maybe we should do a uh, a podcast for the new year. We could do, I'd rather do just that. Yeah, we can do a new year, last year retrospective, new year, new Pope kind of thing. Yeah, or um, you can just walk through my uh, my blog just post and just that. shit on it. Yeah, probably. You probably haven't seen like 18 but, out of the 21. Probably, that's, that's very true. Well, you watch Squid Game. So I've seen, okay, so, and then Dope Sick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dope Six pretty high on the list. Squid Game's very low. <laughs> very uh, low. I'm sure there may be one other thing, but yeah. But yeah. Uh, we'll did, did you watch Heels? Okay, you do realize we're still recording. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we, should we shut it off? <laughs> we should okay, shut I guess it we can off. shut it off. <laughs> okay. All right, everyone. All right. Thanks for, thanks for listening, everyone. To See you in 18 months episode. when season five comes back. Bye.